Hey guys, this is the Get a Little Weird podcast. I'm coming to you from our game room, which also happens to be our uh, library and our CD library, which is really cool. Uh, we've almost got the house done, and we've lived here since like the second week of February, so we uh, we really should be getting on it. But we haven't. Um, this is going to be a little quick episode uh, just to fill you in on uh, kind of what I've been thinking. Um, and just kind of what, uh, I don't know, just kind of what's been going on. Um, well, let's see. Uh, coronavirus is uh coming back up i think uh some things are getting a little bit harder around here uh we've got uh stricter enforcement of masks uh coming around at least uh rules about masks for uh walmart uh nationwide same with best buy same with starbucks same with uh kroger now, um, and, uh, I was at Meyer yesterday at, here in Richmond, oh, uh, over in Richmond, and, uh, they had, uh, signs up already that said, uh, masks on, you know, mandatory, and I went to put my mask on, and some lady came out of the, the outdoor and said, oh, don't worry about putting that on, it's not until Monday, so... I uh, gratefully put my mask back in my pocket, and uh, I'm just a little, I'm like a lot of different people, um, I, I don't have an issue with what the masks are doing, but I just don't feel comfortable. I work in the paint room at uh, at uh, the casket factory that I work at, and I don't even wear a mask in there, even when I'm cleaning the... Uh, even when I'm cleaning some of the booths on uh, Saturday, when I uh, I'll do some some overtime, some uh, voluntary overtime to just do some cleaning in there. I don't even wear a mask. I did wear a mask over um, shutdown over Fourth of July week because I was shoveling in behind the uh, the the filter wall in the in the paint booth and. It was kicking up a lot of dust, and I just didn't want it. I didn't want it in my nose because uh, when you blow your nose, it's not snot anymore. It's paint, <laughs> and it's just it doesn't seem good. But I I get claustrophobic behind a mask, and my my second reason for not wearing a mask is really unless someone tells me to. There's not really a point because I've got a big beard, and the mask doesn't cling it doesn't uh it doesn't run flush to my face so i don't think it's really doing anything because i know those if i'm breathing particles or if someone else is breathing if i'm breathing in someone else's particles my beard is not thick enough uh it, it's thick it's thick to the touch but it's not thick enough to to keep those particles from entering my body so uh, regardless if I have a mask on or not, it's only a percentage chance uh, 
that I'm kind of uh, eradicating that issue of my breath getting out and other people's breath getting in. Uh, so that's I'm I'm not really terribly looking forward to that, but hey, uh, you know you gotta say you gotta say what people say. Uh, gotta do. <laughs> Don't have to say what people say. We have to do what people say because uh, they'll find you eventually. I think I don't. I don't know if they will yet. I don't. I don't keep up terribly on it, but I think at a point they might do like uh, like if you get too rowdy somewhere and they put your uh, they put your name and your picture up on the on the uh, cork board. You know. I don't think, uh, I, I think they'll start doing that to people, keeping them, uh, keeping them banned from public places if they're not mask wearers, not mask compliant. Uh, so that's, that's kind of going on here. Um, Wayne County, which is the county we're a part of, they are looking toward a new, rule to be set in place that anywhere in public uh, you have to wear a mask which would be it would be difficult i see you know some i've seen some people riding bikes with masks already who i think that's just their choice and i just wonder what it's like under there i wear glasses so i don't think i could wear a, a mask and, and and my glasses and go biking i just with the with the fog that happens uh with your hot air coming up to your glasses, I, I I think I would just rather go glassesless and and then wear the mask with the with the bike. Um, but I saw pictures on Instagram of I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it was practice games or if the MLB has actually started their season. Uh, but I saw where uh, some guys hitting some home runs with the mask on, and I thought that's that's kind of cool. It it is kind of cool, um, but I don't. I just don't know what all this looks like. It's it's all kind of gray. It's all kind of. Uh, it's like this. Uh, I don't know. This looming. This looming darkness. It's like a. Kind of like. A, I don't know. It's kind of like in a in the beginning of the movie where, the family's all together. But the movie's really about, like, you know, it's just, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. And we're we're still in the part where we're all together. Uh, and I just, you know, me and Stephanie, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, maybe worst case scenario or whatever. We don't really freak out too much about it, but, but we do kind of, uh, we do kind of uh, talk to each other about, like, okay, on Thursday, I got my check early on Thursday, um, normally we'd get it on Friday, but with the way Stephanie's schedule worked, the only day we could go out shopping was on Thursday, so I grabbed, uh, grabbed the check early from the office ladies and went and cashed it, and we still bank in Connorsville, so we cashed it there, and on the way there, and, uh, kind of on the way back, we talked about what, what's it gonna look like, because, uh, our kind of deal with the coin shortages, and I I see a lot of people on Facebook talking about it. I I work with a lot of guys who talk about it. 
well, they're, they're taking away the change, so then they can take away the dollar, so then there's no paper money or metal money, there's only digital money. And, uh, and you know, it goes all the way, spins out of control to where, the idea spins out of control all the way to where, well, there's the chip, and that's the mark of the beast, uh, you shouldn't take it if you're a Christian, so then what if, what if it is the mark of the beast, and what if you don't take it? because you're afraid that it's the mark of the beast and then you're not allowed to go shopping because you only have paper money and uh, and change and they won't allow you to use use even your debit card because you don't have this verification chip or and so it's kind of wild and we talked about that and we're kind of collecting, uh, we already have the 50 state quarters, but we're kind of collecting some of those extras that they've made uh, with the American territories, with the state national parks, uh, with the uh, historical monument ones, uh, and, uh, oh, what's the, like some of the, some of the ones that are, you know, forts and all that weird stuff. We're trying to collect those, uh, because we might live in a world uh, where we where we show we'll have to show our kids or we'll have to show uh, the people younger than us oh yeah before you were born uh, the world changed and this is what it was like before then we had real paper money and you could crinkle it up in your hands and it was it felt good and uh, you know you'd get a stack of you'd get a stack of fifty dollar bills when you cash your check, and you could uh, you feel like a king for a couple of seconds. And uh, digital currency just doesn't give that to me. That's why I still cash a, a check. I'm one of the only people at work that gets a paper check. Uh, everybody else is digital already. Everybody else is uh, getting direct deposit, and I've had direct deposit jobs because it's all they offered but I prefer the paper check um, that is a reason why I'm still uh, at the job I'm at uh, a reason there are multiple reasons I am and there are multiple reasons why I would uh, quit in a second but I won't get into those but yeah so money is weird uh, money is the source of power, and it seems like that all that conspiracy, it kind of uh, kind of makes sense to me. It, it kind of does. Uh, there are a lot of more conspiracies that make a lot more sense that are blowing up right now. Uh, hopefully soon I'll have some, maybe some people, but I, I can think of one guy I would want to have on who. Uh, he knows a lot, a lot about it, and uh, it'd be hard to keep him under an hour talking about it, really. I mean, he knows so much about about these uh, American conspiracies that are current, that are happening right now. Uh, everybody knows about it. I'll just, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you research it on your own, uh, if you'd like. Uh, maybe even look, look ahead. Uh, look forward to that episode. Hopefully, hopefully it'll come in the in the near future. Maybe the next two weeks, if I can snag 
the uh, the talk with this with this friend I grew up with. So uh, that'll be kind of nice. Um, man, other than that, it's just been just been kind of crazy. We had a had something kind of fun happen. Fun to me, gross to most people. Uh, definitely funny to me. Uh, last Friday, I think it was. I was eating a, a Hershey Gold, uh, Hershey Gold bar. It's the one that's like caramelized uh, candy bar, and it's got peanuts, and it's got uh, pretzel bits in it. Really, really tasty. I didn't like them at first. I think the first, I think I tried them three times before it caught on. And normally, if someone just doesn't like something. They, they give up and, and but that's not me something drew me to it um probably because I was given a lot of free ones uh my mom gave me a, b- a bunch of like a six pack of them so you can't pass it down uh it's it it, it beats going out and buying snacks for yourself when your mom can give you free snacks so but I was sitting down eating eating this candy bar and I was just breaking off I was watching TV with Stephanie and I was just breaking off some pieces and pop a piece in my mouth and that first bite I thought man that doesn't taste like because at this point in my life I'd had seven or eight of them possibly more and I, I thought huh that doesn't taste right I taste the caramelized, you know, whatever, whatever that is. If it's white chocolate, I can't remember. The I, the chocolate bit I can taste. The uh, pretzel I can taste and feel. The peanut I can taste and I can feel it. But there's something else there. But I thought, well, I kind of felt nauseous because I had to get up early that morning. Worked a hard day at work. I had... Uh, just had some weird... I had a weird taste in my mouth anyways. I had something weird for lunch. And I thought, well, this is nothing. It's nothing. So I I get further down the bar. Like I said, I'm not looking at it. I'm just breaking it off, popping a piece in my mouth as I go. Every single piece tasted weird to me. But it was a flavor I knew. And so I got to that last bit... I went to pull it out of the package and then go throw the package away. Well, I peel the package, the bottom of the package out and open so I don't break the edges off of the piece when I pull it out. And I look down at the piece and there's a larva on it. And I said, oh my gosh. And I walked into the living into the kitchen out of the living room and I threw it in the trash. And I just kept saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And Stephanie said, what's going on? I said, oh, trust me, <laughs> you don't want to know. And uh, finally I said, well, I'm go- I've got to call Hershey. And she said, was there something wrong with the candy bar? I said, yeah, there was a larva on the last piece. And so I call Hershey. I got the uh, customer service lady. 
talking to her, I told her, you know, I was eating this. I, I had this taste in my mouth that sound, that was familiar. And then I found out there's a larva on the candy bar. And so I realized that taste is a bug taste. If anybody has eaten bugs before, bugs have a very distinct taste. They all do. They have this this essence to them. And and it's found in every bug you eat. And that, I swear, that lady, I was pretty sure that lady was going to throw up on the phone with me. But she apologized her head off. I said, look, I'm not looking for anything out of this. Because a lot of people call, you know, the hotline and they and they complain about something and they're wanting reimbursement. Trust me, I do not want reimbursement for this. I just wanted to let you know because it had to have come from you guys. The package was unopened at my house. I searched the cabinets. There was not a bug to be found or larva to be found. And the larva was eating on the piece of the peanut. It wasn't touching the candy when I found it. So, it must be something that's attracted to peanuts. Therefore, it must come from the peanut process of making the candy bar. Well, she took all my information. She, um, she strongly suggested that I was going to take reimbursement for it. So I said, okay, if that's your policy, that's fine. She said, well, we normally give a $5 Amazon gift code. We'll send it to your email. So she sent my email, and I, uh, that was on Thursday. This was on Thursday, not Friday. I apologize. So I got the gift code, and I went on Amazon, and I looked around, and I thought, man, what am I going to use with this gift code? And I found uh, a DVD of Tooth and Nail music videos on there called The Nail Volume 3. It came out a long time ago. It came out in like 2007. But it wasn't near $5. So I thought, well, I don't want to do that. But I found a book that I've been wanting uh, that was $5. And so I created an Amazon account because I'd never ordered anything from Amazon. I got on there and I ordered this book. It is the complete Father Brown stories, unabridged, 797 pages by G.K. Chesterton. Uh, Father Brown, uh, if you don't know, the books are, I've never read the books. I'm just starting. I just started the preface today. I got the book in the mail on Monday and have just now today on Sunday sit down to read it. But the idea of the book is of, of these stories is there's a priest named Father Brown and he likes to sleuth. Uh, he has a knack for it. And so he uh, kind of uh, solves mysteries uh, just out of cure, uh, pure curiosity. And 
he uh, always gets in trouble with the constable uh, because he uh, he doesn't want him poking. He doesn't want Father Brown poking around the crime scenes, and Father Brown's always like, "Hey, uh, you know that's cool with me. I can go, but I know who the murderer is. So unless." You want to know who the murderer is in a timely fashion. Uh, you know, unless you want that, I can go. But if you want that, then I'm going to need to stay and do my thing. <laughs> and I know this because we started, when we moved here to Centerville in February, that was before all this craziness, this was right before all this craziness started. So we we went down the street, we walked down the street to the public library, and we looked through the movies, because uh, evidently we didn't want to read books <laughs> from the library, we wanted to get movies, and I saw on the spine of one of the DVDs, Father Brown. I had never heard of it, but I saw that it said, BBC, which is quality. If you see something that says BBC on it, that is quality. The British know how to make television. They just do. The British and American writers could make the same show at the same time. The British show is going to have class. The American show is going to have trash. It's almost a guarantee. So, but I, so then I pulled the DVD off the shelf. I looked. I saw the, the silhouette of a priest on a bicycle. And I didn't need to know anything else about it. I knew I was going to be hooked. So they have adapted these Father Brown stories into a television show. Now, I got only to about season, the middle of season three, before we hit the slump with it. Uh, I was in for the ride. We had actually borrowed from, through the Evergreen system, if, if you're a patron of a Indiana library, you most likely know what the Evergreen system is. That means there are a ton of libraries in this system that are interconnected, and if my library doesn't have it, I can borrow it from a library. I can borrow an I if okay, if our library doesn't have an item that I need, a book or a movie or a research material, then I can request it from another library within the Evergreen system and within a week have it at the library to have it picked up and I still get it for the same amount of time believe two weeks uh, and you can renew through the system as long as someone else doesn't have uh, dibs on it you know so we we, we kind of hit a slump with it I didn't but she wasn't interested I wasn't going to drag her through something that excuse me I wasn't going to drag her through something that she wasn't going to enjoy. So we put a little pause on it. 
But when I got the chance to get my hands on these books, uh, these these stories all in one big volume, like I said, 797 pages, I just thought, what a joy it is going to be to read these. I love the character of Father Brown. I actually told my uh, told my dad back when I was watching the show. I said I feel like my faith is rejuvenated, and, and I don't know much about. I didn't know much about Catholicism. I was kind of learning about it before I started watching the show. Uh, when I was a kid, I knew absolutely nothing about it, other than that it was evil that they were twisting God's word, and that uh, they were uh, not right. That's what, I, that's what I was taught growing up. Uh, that's false. I do think that a lot of... Honestly, a lot of Catholics have it right. I think they have it right. Um, and so, there was this guy I worked with. He was very Catholic. And I got to know him, and I got to know Catholicism because of him. He was very open about his faith. So then I would talk to him and say, Okay, here's where I come from. How do, how do our faiths parallel? And so that was really cool. And that was like my little entry point. And then when I started watching Father Brown, I started picking the rest of the pieces up putting the rest of the puzzle together. And so, I, but I told my dad, I said, it's really funny. Two things have really brought my faith back to me. Right before we moved from Brownsville, I think it was in probably, I don't know, it was probably either in late summer 2019 or, or early fall 2019. I went to Catholic Mass at the Catholic Church in Liberty. And I really enjoyed it. And one of the best things about it was the silence in the church. Uh, there are a lot of, in there, uh, in the Mass, there are a lot of uh, times to pause and to be silent and to pray. And it's just what I needed, you know. It's just what I needed. And then... The second point I made to my dad was Father Brown, he makes these points in these episodes where he's sitting with a murderer and he's saying, Do you want to die having murdered someone and not having been forgiven of it? Or would you like me to walk you through to that forgiveness? And I have viewed priests maybe wrongly uh, my whole life. Maybe as, uh, you know, it is said that, that a priest is like a Catholic's way to talk to God. In, in, in regular Christianity, you can just pray freely. But... I think where we, where our perception gets it wrong, and where I think my perception is, is right now, is just in just in seeing this character in the show, is that Father Brown 
isn't saying, I'm the only way you're going to get saved. He knows that God and that Jesus and that the Holy Spirit is the only way that this person's going to get saved and, and forgiven. But he's saying, if you don't think you have it in you to ask for forgiveness, then I'm going to pray for, for your forgiveness. I'm going to pray that God see you as the person you are, not you as the murderer you have been, or adulteress that you have been, or the thief you have been. And so I think that's really neat. I, I think it has brought it. I think it has brought me in the, back into my faith. Uh, it, it it's it's opened. It's at least opened my the scope of my thinking when it comes to that. But I definitely can say, without a doubt, it has brought me closer to God. It has brought me closer to understanding what forgiveness is, and, and just how. Just how integral of it, in, inter, <laughs> I-N-T-E-G-R-A-L it is to our life. Um, and what a weight it is when you're not forgiven. Uh, when you don't forgive yourself. And so it's really cool. If anybody has a chance to get to the library and your library has Father Brown on DVD... And you have a DVD player still. Some people don't. Just go get it. Go get it. Watch it. I think the first season is like 12 episodes or something close to that. If you don't like it within those first 12 episodes, uh, then you can give it up. But if you if you watch four and you want to give it up, don't. Just keep trucking. Get to that episode 12. I don't know if there's places on the internet you can find it. I searched Hulu and Netflix, which are the two streaming services we have. They're not on that. I have PBS app, and it might be interconnected since a lot of the Masterpiece classics are connected with BBC. Um, and, and that could be the case. However you do it, just try to find a way. Because... Even if the faith aspect isn't as interesting to you as it is to me, the it's like a I don't know it's like an old timey it's almost like I was never into Sherlock Holmes, but I, I I've I've heard people connect it to that. It's just this kind of like I don't know early nineteen hundreds just like. You know, it's not CSI. They don't have computers. They don't have the the fingerprinting and all that stuff. But they're still, you know, figuring these crimes out. And that's almost what's more interesting about it is because it's this, it's this primitive way. We see it as a primitive way to solve these crimes. When you grew up with CSI and, you know... There's, you know, they've got, you know, DNA testing for the blood splatter and all that crap. Like, that's really cool and it's really interesting. But to see this more primitive way of of deducing these things, it's just really, it's really neat. Uh, but yeah, so I got a, long story short, I got a book for eating bugs. So, uh, 
that's that's nasty. <laughs> but I've uh, yeah, I've got a I I've just got a a really uh, yeah. So if uh, if you can't find it there, it may be on PBS. It may be on, I don't know if BBC has an app. I haven't looked for that. You might be able to stream it there. Uh, you may be able to stream it with a better version of Hulu because we only have the $12.99 version. There is, you know, the $60 one that you can buy uh, to get all the live TV. You may be able to get it on there. Uh, but, yeah, do check out BBC stuff. Super, super, super good, super classy, and I don't want to say that, and then you see a bunch of trashy stuff and come flying at me, because I'm just speaking for what I have seen. I think it's good, especially Father Brown. It doesn't really get racy or anything. There's no cursing, and so that's, it's kind of nice. It, it, I like it. it. It's almost like watching... This is bad. This is bad. But it's almost like watching Christian entertainment movies. But they're not bad. And that's just speaking just about Father Brown, okay? <laughs> but uh, I'm going to stop myself there because I could get on a tangent on that. But I won't. Uh, I just... I, I do want to... I do want to say if you're on... Uh, Facebook or Instagram, look me up. That's uh, on Facebook. It's my name, Nathaniel Murray. Uh, I think a lot of people who already listen already know me in real life on Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, uh, look up Get a Little Weird Podcast. Uh, I think if that's not right, you can go back to the last episode. Because I know I said it right on the last episode. Uh, another thing I wanted to address is that the last episode was uh, misordered. I put the ending <laughs> before the interview with uh, my sister. So I, I think I said at the end of the, the little ending bit that I put on there, I said, and, and that was, or no, it was at the beginning of the little ending bit that I put on there, I said, yeah, that was the interview with my sister, Katie, and that was not the truth because you, you guys had not heard it yet. Uh, it was misordered, and I apologize for that. I tried to go back in and edit it, but it was too confusing. Uh, I would have had to have re-recorded the whole episode, and I don't think Stephanie, I don't think Stephanie was up to that. So I am, I am humble. I, I can say that I am very humiliated about it. And I'm just here to apologize. I hope I don't screw it up again on a later episode. But chances are I will. So I'll just take uh, I'll take the blame every time. Uh, this is a really fun thing to make. It's very fun. But the point of saying the Facebook and Instagram thing, I might have a pull up that has to do with like a newer episode uh, that's upcoming. Uh, maybe just to feel out everybody's ideas of what they'd want to hear about. 
because I want you guys who are listening. Uh, I, I I saw on the Anchor app where there are ten people who have subscribed. So that's absolutely insane. Uh, I think I know who a couple of you are, and I know that one is myself because I subscribed on iTunes because I want to follow it. I want to open my iTunes when I go to download Bad Christian Podcast, uh, This Paranormal Life Podcast, uh, Come and Live. Uh, is, is that what that's called? Whatever the Come and Live, <laughs> whatever the Come and Live Podcast is called. I I want to go when I download those. And I want to look at, at at the Get A Little Weird podcast page on iTunes, on, on the podcast, and, and just stare at it and go, man, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of really cool. So, uh, big thanks to the people who are subscribing, who are continually listening to it. And uh, if you guys really do like it, and, and you know anybody else who is just crazy enough to like it, uh, give them a shout. Send a link. Do something. Send them my phone number, if you know it. And have them text me and say, You really have a podcast, you idiot? Are you kidding me? And I'll say, Yeah, how'd you find out? Who'd you find out? Who'd you, who'd you find out? No, who'd you find out? Who'd you find out it from? Who'd you find it out from? If I could even speak, I would say things clearly. I'm going to get off here before I just go insane. If anybody has any questions, the last episode had all of my contacts. If you know anybody who knows me in real life, probably because you are somebody who knows me in real life, then get a hold of me somehow. You know how to. Everybody stay safe this week. I'm not going to implore you to wear a mask because I don't have that authority. But, do what it takes to stay safe. But more importantly, do what... Oh my gosh. (laughs) Do what it takes to have fun. Laugh at yourself. Go have fun in the park. You know what it is that makes you have fun. So, do it. See you guys in a couple days. Bye.